Hello everyone, this is Callie Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your special alignments for Mars in 2024. Now there is an energetic overview and there is special alignments for Venus and Jupiter that I've created as well. So be sure to check those out too. The Mars one is probably the most involved because we kind of go month by month and we have some pretty intense additional energies around what Mars is doing, which is what's stretching some of it out. It's mostly new beginnings and the challenges that go with that. So let's just be ready. Starting in January, while it's in Capricorn, it's in a good angle to the Jupiter-Uranus zone in Taurus, and it's in an opportunity with the Saturn-Neptune in Pisces. So Capricorn energy is just working really well. When Mars is there, you can be practical. You can put some things in place that are based on the new consciousness that Jupiter and Uranus are waking up for you. And hopefully you can integrate some either art and imagination if you need it, or some spiritual practices and a spiritual structure if you need it. You know, whatever you can do to make that Saturn in Pisces be of service to you is a good thing. And while Mars is in Capricorn, everything is ease and grace and opportunities. Okay, so that's January. February is a whole nother story. February is a rebirth of an unprecedented nature only because it's happening at zero Aquarius with Pluto. So Mars is conjuncting Pluto, Venus is conjuncting Pluto, and then Venus and Mars are conjuncting each other at six degrees Aquarius. All of this is in zero to six Aquarius. So it's directly affecting your Leo, Aquarius, and Taurus, Scorpio departments, meaning the initiation part is all happening in Aquarius, which means we have to integrate our Leo side and grow and change in our Taurus Scorpio departments. So who you are and what you want is having a brand new birthday. And when you think Aquarius, you think new progressive forward thinking, not backwards, not repeating old negative patterns, but going forward into a new you, a new expression, a new identity, a new purpose. And how you get anything done with your masculine feminine rebirthing in Aquarius is also where everyone is sovereign, y'all. This is the goal. We are going to transform into sovereign individuals who know and love and respect the fact that we are part of a bigger whole. And that is the whole Aquarius lesson. We have to learn to detach personally from certain things and make better choices for ourselves so that our social collective runs better. Okay, If we're more honest with ourselves, if we're more integrity with ourselves, if we're more in alignment with our own hearts and truth, we can make better decisions about who we deal with and where we spend our money and how we navigate the world. All of it's being reborn. So my Aquarius babies, mine especially because this stuff lives at zero Aquarius, is birthing something new and a whole brand new year. It's unprecedented because of Pluto. Pluto hasn't been there in 250 years and that's big in and of itself. Now, while that's going on, so if you want prayer days, okay, here's prayer days. Transformation of your sacred masculine, the part of you that can negotiate on your own behalf, get your ideas in the world and hold good boundaries, is having a rebirth on Valentine's on February 14th. That's Mars to Pluto initiation at zero Aquarius. Very powerful. That is a day to do your prayer work around your masculine and your power and your choices and decisions to be, again, authentic and useful for you. On 2.17, on February 17th, Venus is going to conjunct Pluto. 
So now we have the sacred feminine. That's the part of you that can contain, nurture, and protect. You know, so our whole zone of giving and receiving, of being and doing, of masculine and feminine, how we put them together is how we manifest. And so it's getting a rebirth in the feminine side of things in Aquarius. So here we're talking relationships and finances. Again, think more future oriented, think more progressive, think different. What do you want to do differently in your relationships and finances? What do you want to do differently in your own individual life? And what do you want to do differently in your social life? Well, how's that evolved? And now you have a whole new vision that's being born. That's the new vision territory where we're sparked and inspired. And then 222, 2024, a very special numbers day, Venus and Mars link up at six Aquarius. So that's a powerful rebirth of the masculine feminine. The last time Venus and Mars initiated a new was intense to say the least. It was 21 and 22 where they kept linking up back to back because Venus, and it's so wild, in July of 21, they initiated in Leo. In February of 22, they initiated in Capricorn. So yeah, 22 is when Venus retrograded in Capricorn. And then when it went forward, so that was the problem. It doesn't show here, but Venus was in the process of retrograding. So it linked up with Mars three times over. Before that was 2019 in Virgo. So when they get together, there's a whole new set of ways of getting things done. And this go-round's in Aquarius, and the next go-round will be 2026 in Capricorn. So working on those things consciously is so useful. And knowing that this rebirth is, again, attached to Pluto means there's utter rebirth and transformation. On, On February 28th, I just had to add that while we're rebirthing this masculine feminine and transforming, transcending, going to new levels in Aquarius, Mercury is going to set its new cycle in motion with the Sun and Saturn all together at 9 degrees Pisces. So 228 is a prayer day for your consciousness and belief system and what you believe to be true or possible around, I would add, while this masculine feminine stuff is going on over here in Aquarius next door, you know, it's all happening at the same time. So they complement each other. Be mindful. New beginning in your thinking, new beginning in your identity, new beginning in your reality, new beginning in your masculine feminine, all in February. (laughs) We haven't even got to March yet. March, while it moves through Aquarius, is just going to square off with Uranus. So we're grateful that it's only one, but it's kind of a big one. Mars, who you are and what you want, and when it squares off with Uranus, this is Aquarius to Taurus. This is a challenge. This is a challenge between the new consciousness that's trying to emerge and the old habits that are dying hard. This is a challenge to what you believe to be true or possible. This is a challenge to your freedom needs. You know, how much freedom do you need? How much intentional solitude do you need? How much sovereignty do you need? And then how much togetherness and kinship and community do you need? Know your own needs, okay? Critical. Nobody can know that stuff for you. What's your good balance? Now, April's off the charts. April and May is busy, 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 busy with Mars. So just prepare yourself now. It is huge social and collective rebirth going on in April, May. Huge shifts. Jupiter's going to move from Taurus to Gemini. That's a once in 12 year big cycle thing. It's linking up with Uranus. Last time we did that was 1941. So we're talking about being in a zone of consciousness and values post-depression. And we know that's a mixed blessing. 
Great inventions came out of that time and certain people got rich, but a lot of people got poor. So let's think about how the 40s went and how we would like to do that differently now in the big scheme of things, right? So it kicks off April 10th and any dates I give you are prayer days. So Mars to Uranus in March was March 9th. I'm not sure I said that. But now we've moved into April where it's going to conjunct Saturn on April 10th, April 11th, and 19th, Mercury's linking up with Sun and Venus. Like at the same time that Mars is hooking up with Saturn, there's all this other stuff going on with Mercury, Sun, and Venus. And so this is a new reality around your identity and purpose. So the prayer day for that is April 10th. Knowing that April 11th, Mercury starts a new cycle of consciousness, knowing that the last time Mars conjuncted Saturn in Pisces was 1994 and 1996. We rarely get two conjunctions like that back to back, two years back to back, but it managed to happen. So we got two shots at resetting things in the 90s that have now run their course and are ready to be reset again. Keeping in mind that the Mercury to Sun new cycle of consciousness starts on April 11th. So Again, with that prayer day being all tied up in the new reality that you're birthing. On April 19th, we have Mercury getting together. Again, this micro consciousness around your values and what's happening in the renewal and rebirth in Aries. While Jupiter and Uranus are in Taurus on the 19th, Mars to that Jupiter-Uranus combo is awakening consciousness again around what is practical and doable for you, the individual, and your personal boundaries and practices. So let's use 419 as a prayer day for that because 420 brings the big day of Jupiter to Uranus. So I'm going to talk about that on the Jupiter audio, special alignments for Jupiter. But just know that it's in the background, resetting things socially and collectively while you're making these personal Mars choices. It's ease and grace. I mean, you have this opportunity to really gain some traction around what you're building and solidifying and bringing into form and manifesting or creating is all getting some good energy from Mars in April to go to the next level. And as it does that, then it links up with Neptune on April 28th at 28 degrees Pisces. So it's wrapping it up in Pisces. This is Mars to Neptune. So now we're talking about a rebirth of the dream. So if we were going to look at this in order, we would say Mars is moving things around, around who you are and what you want for your reality, for your belief systems, for your freedom and liberation, and for your faith and spirituality, what you're you know willing to believe in in this lifetime. By the same token, the last time that Mars got with Neptune in Pisces was eight times over because Neptune stays in Pisces for 14 years in 1947 to 1960. So we're still back in the 40s, y'all, with some of this energy that is rebirthing in bigger ways now. But Mars makes it personal. What's going on in your Pisces department in terms of your values and beliefs and spiritual practices that support you, whatever they are. Doesn't have to be a religion, doesn't have to be organized in any way. It has to be something that infuses your spirit with faith and hope and trust and vision for your life. Now it's going to shift to Aries. And you know Mars and Aries and its home placement is powerful in a powerful opportunity with Pluto in Aquarius. That's fire and air. But again, we're still transforming, transmuting, transcending. So May 3rd is another good day to do prayers for your identity and purpose, for who you are and what you want, and for the type of community that you want to belong to. You can add that in and how new and different that's going to be 
going forward. Knowing that also in May, Jupiter is going to connect with Neptune in a special way, once in a lifetime kind of way. So again, I'll talk about that on Jupiter, but this is consciousness and beliefs and your code and it, things that are going on while you're dealing with Mars and Pluto is power and will and wealth and all kinds of things that Pluto represents in addition to death, rebirth and transformation that we're all familiar with. In June, it's going to move through Taurus and square off with that Pluto in Aquarius. So here's where we might hit a little bit of a wall on having to fix, adjust, develop, you know, some of our ideas and things. But it's all good. It's getting us present to what's practical. And so that is happening June 11th, if you want to pray on ease for that. And just knowing that Jupiter's connecting with Pluto as well in June. And again, these big alignments are very special. The minute it hits Gemini, it has a trine, which is ease and grace with Pluto. So I think changing our consciousness is going to be easy enough. It's just what are you changing it to? Is it positive and effective and useful and relevant for you? So June and July, it's moving through Taurus. It starts off with that challenge to Pluto. So we're challenged to transcend and transform on some level. But most of July, it's in Taurus until the end. It moves into Gemini. But while it's in Taurus, it's going to link up in really good ways with the Saturn and Neptune and Pisces zone. And it's going to initiate with Uranus. So here's the thing. This is kind of special because I was just assuming that Mars linked up with Jupiter at some point, but it did not. The last time Mars linked up with Jupiter in Taurus was back in 2000. So Mars has every two years it touches Jupiter. It just depends on where Jupiter is. So the last time it hit Jupiter was in 22 while Jupiter was in Aries. So we initiated new consciousness there in a huge way that is evolving now in 2024. As it links up with Uranus, we're going to really expand the possibilities. And this is July. July 15th is the prayer day for liberation around your creativity, your life or lifestyle, your creature comforts and personal security, who you are and what you want for your relationships and finances. Uranus is all about that freedom and liberation and awakening to that next level, cracking you open, no going back. Okay, so we like Uranus, but we're very careful. That's a huge prayer day. And then as Mars moves into Gemini, it's going to link up with Pluto and Aquarius at that zero point. It's just so powerful and potent. And that will be the zero point with Jupiter. Jupiter will be in Gemini by then as well. So it actually conjuncts Jupiter and Gemini in August. That's a big deal. And so now let's just look over from January to August here. So it initiated a complete transformation of your masculine feminine in February which led to a complete new reality and purpose in April, which led to some liberation and freedom in July, which is leading to a new truth and story by August. Deep breath. But keep in mind that also happening in August, while Mars is in Gemini, it squares the Saturn, Neptune, and Pisces. So where we've initiated something new earlier in April with Saturn and Neptune, right? Now we're challenged to grow with whatever those choices are come August, September. So keep that in mind. We're talking Mars, choices and decisions, actions, who you are and what you want. And while that's going on in August, Jupiter squares off with Saturn for the first of three times. So that is truth and purpose squaring off Gemini and Pisces. Again, back to what we believe and what we know. <laughs> What's the difference there? As it moves into Cancer, it'll smooth things out with that Saturn, Neptune, and Pisces because now water works well together 
And hopefully Mars and Cancer has you focused on self-care and turning inward for the fall season. That's going to come September, October while it moves through Cancer. And remember, this is where it's going to stop. It hits Cancer, 29 degrees. It opposes Pluto. So it has all this initiatory energy one degree away, and it gets all the way to Cancer and opposes Pluto. So now, by the end of the year, by December, we can see, well, by November, we can see what we initiated at the very beginning of the year in February and really know where we're at and where we're going. Okay, so just trust, trust, trust. Take each step as you move through it. Be as conscious as you can. Know that that opposition is helping you clear something out. That November 3rd is a good prayer day and a powerful day. If Mars is opposite Pluto that day, and that's Cancer Capricorn. So not only are we transmuting and transcending things for ourselves, but this is family and work karma. Cancer Capricorn is all about home and work. So we're recalibrating what we really want around that too by the end of the year. And exactly on the same day, November 3rd, Venus in Sag is opposing Jupiter in Gemini. So while Mars, our masculine, is recalibrating what's practical and doable and possible for home and work over here and transforming, transcending that, Venus and the values are over here on your consciousness, your ideas, your beliefs, and how that works in real time. So just know that November is going to be full, again, with energy to navigate with our masculine and feminine, which is how we get anything done. So those are the Mars alignments preparing for the Mars retrograde. And I will do a special call at that time for the Mars retrograde that'll help you navigate that with consciousness. But just know that while who you are and what you want is evolving this year, and while you're making actions and choices in the moment, they are leading you somewhere. Maybe you want to go to your future self and ask what they want so that you can work that into the program on your way. Just saying. Anyway, I am so grateful for the Power Circle Global Community. That's my big, big, big E-list. And I'm very grateful for the Venus Circle and Soul Sisters Circle for our smaller groups. And Yay Yay Circle and all my collaborators and cohorts, NASA's crew, Cinnamon's crew. I love it. I love the cross-pollination we've been doing. I hope we can do more in the new year. Check out those other audios for the special alignments for Jupiter and Venus and the energetic overview for 2024. And reach out when you need to directly. Join me when and where you can along the way. And thank you so much for being part of my community. This is Callie Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.